Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Time now for our Sharks Instant Replay of a contest that was played between the San Jose Sharks and the LA Kings at SAP Center. Final score, the Kings 4 and the Sharks 2. It began in the first period with the Kings looking like they had a lot more energy than they did the night before in the same building at the same time when the Sharks took it to them by a 5-2 count. At 11.43 into the first period, veteran Jeff Carter proved to be in the right place at the right time again as he poked it home past Martin Jones. Stick handling, it's Dowdy looking to the left. Gives it to the neutral zone. Lazat to Carter on the left wing, bodied up there by Shimek, but it came back to the point. Shot by Anderson, save, rebound, score! Jeff Carter got behind goaltender Martin Jones as the puck trickled through, and Carter, the veteran, banged it in to make it 1-0 Los Angeles. That was a nice goal by Jeff Carter, his eighth of the season from Mikey Anderson and also Blake Lazat at 11:43, one nothing Kings at that point. Jonathan Quick was going up against his old friend Martin Jones in the game tonight. San Jose outshot the Kings 12-6 in the first period, and Quick had a couple of good stops in that period, including this one on Timo Meyer. Rebound near side. Meyer put it back to the point. Carlson gives it back to Meyer. He shoots through traffic. Save! And that one looked like it was going to trickle through the legs of Quick, as it did for Jones earlier, but the veteran got the pad, squeezed on it, and kept it out. Jonathan Quick, pretty good save on Timo Meyer at that point with about four and a half to go in the period. Shortly after that, though, the Sharks would get on the board. Knocked free far side of the ice by Leonard. Behind the net, good job there by the Sharks to dig it loose. That's Sorensen dropping it back. Quick shot by Yarosh right on save, rebound, score! Dylan Gambrell's in front of the net, just kept on persevering. The whistle didn't blow, and the Sharks have tied it up. That was a nice play there in front of the net. Dylan Gambrell, his fifth of the season. Leonard and Yarosh getting the assist for Christian Yarosh, his very first San Jose Sharks point in his third game played. Okay, so 1-1 at the end of one. Anybody's hockey game at this point, but the second period proved to be the Achilles heel again for San Jose. Los Angeles would outshoot the Sharks 13-3. The three shots on goal the Sharks had in the second period equaled a season low. A game in February in Anaheim in a shootout win. They also had three shots on net in that second period. But tonight, this was a devastating one for the Sharks as Andreas Athanasiu had his skates tonight and he also had his stick 228 in. Carter on the right circle. Shoots, tip, score! Athanasiu did get his stick on that one. He was set up by Carter and he tipped it top shelf. Andreas Athanasiu makes it 2-1 Los Angeles. And you could see that one coming. Athanasiu, his ninth from Jeff Carter and Oli Mata. Mata getting back into the lineup tonight for the first time since being out with an injury. And Mata coming up with an assist on that go-ahead Kings goal. A little less than a minute later, actually, a little under a minute later, at uh, 3.23, 
Alex Ayafato would get his stick on it, and it, this was all Andrzej Kopitar getting in the puck. And to Knizhov's credit, it was a pretty good attempt. Right now, here's Kopitar. Lead pass in front. They score! Ayafato gets behind the Sharks' defense, and I don't know what went wrong there, but Ayafato could have had a ham sandwich and a Pepsi before deking the puck around Jones and putting it past him. And when Andrzej Kopitar saw that coming, and he saw Knizhov rushing up to him, all he did was flutter the pass through, and it was in the back of the net, and suddenly the Kings lead 3-1. Not sure how Ayafalo's meal went, but that was plenty of time for him to have one as he scored his 11th goal of the season from Kopitar and Dustin Brown. But that was all Kopitar on that play. And Eric Carlson got caught up a little bit up ice on that one. Yeah, and that uh, definitely put the Sharks in a pickle on that one, uh, Dan. Uh, but uh, a couple times, I think, in the second period, Sharks uh, got caught. And, uh, you know, that's uh, the Kings just doing a good job blocking the shots and and. Um, countering on the Sharks and uh, you know a couple breakdowns for the Sharks uh, ended up in the back of their net. One thing that hurt the Sharks in the early stages of the game too was that they had four power play opportunities and they failed to score on all of them. Then the penalty started to go against San Jose. Four consecutive power plays for LA. A lot of it in the second period. Jumbling up the line combinations and the ice time totals and putting more pressure on the Sharks roster. Finally, it would result in a power play opportunity. But before that, Martin Jones had to face a two-on-o breakaway and he was able to stop it. He slides it back to LeBanc who winds up and shoots. That's blocked by the stick of Mata. And Mata's racing away. Two-on-one. Now it's a two-on-o. It's Wagner shooting it. Saved by Martin Jones on what turned out to be a broken play, a two-on-0 breakaway, Mata and Wagner, and Wagner really let one rip, but Martin Jones was right there. That's our top quality play brought to you by Floor & Decor. Top quality floors, rock bottom prices. One of the high points of Martin Jones's night for sure, as he was looking to become the first goaltender in the NHL since the the king, Henrik Lundqvist of the New York Rangers, to have seven wins against one team in a season. That didn't happen tonight, but that save by Jones was one of his higher points. Late in the period, as I mentioned, another power play chance for L.A. The Sharks were worn down by that point, and veteran Dustin Brown responded. Here's Brown down the right side. Ten seconds to go. Brown moves and shoots. Score! Short side, top shelf. Martin Jones was moving right in anticipation. And Dustin Brown makes it 4-1 Kings. That's a power play goal with 7.8 seconds to go in the second. Unassisted goal for Dustin Brown. Power play tally at 19.52. And so at that point, it was the Kings 4 and the Sharks 1. Dustin Brown had a great series against San Jose this season. He was a factor in all of the games, as were his line mates Alex Ayafalo and Andrzej Kopitar. But Brown, who had a goal tonight, ended up with four goals and four assists in the seven games played. Make that the eight games played against the Sharks. So that's one point in each and every contest that he played. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He had an assist too tonight. So Dustin Brown with four goals, five assists, nine points in the eight games played against San Jose this season. Same thing Kopitar, same thing with Dowdy. These guys have been around a long time, and they came up big in this particular game tonight, but they played well in the entire series. Third period now, the San Jose Sharks would get on the board. But before that, they put the number 32 into the nets again. 
for yet another opportunity for the Sharks. And that was not Arthur Zerbe. No, it was not Kelly Rudy. It was Yosef Koshinash, who made his NHL debut wearing that same number as those two great Sharks goalies before him. And he came into the third period, gave up no goals. He stopped seven L.A. shots, and he looked pretty good. Yeah, he looked uh, looked pretty calm in there. He's uh, challenging the shots nice. And, uh, you know, I was kind of thinking as I was uh, talking about Evgeny Nabokov, it's, uh, I wonder if it's hard for him to teach these prospects because Nabokov was a, a stand-up goalie. And, and the, all these new goalies coming in, they're all butterfly style. So I wonder, you know, if that's challenging for Nabokov. But, uh, I think Koshinash is as close to Nabokov as they come these yeah, days. Yeah, he's, he definitely looked more stand-up. I haven't seen him play a lot. But uh, definitely, you know, you don't see that kind of style in, in goalies coming up the, uh, nowadays. And, and uh, you know, that's probably challenging for Nabokov, uh, you know, having to adapt to that. He's a man who understands the position, and he also understands the era in which he is in. He was a positional phenom like uh, Nabokov. He, how many saves did he make just because he was in the right possession uh, position? And a lot of that, too, uh, goes to Warren Strelo. Yep, but I yep. can't think of any better teacher than Yevgeny Nabokov with all of the Young Sharks goaltenders, and we're going to see all of the results of that work. We saw some of it tonight. We also saw one more goal, which you're going to hear right now. San Jose got on the power play. Well, the game was almost out of reach, but Timo Meyer maybe put some questions into the Kings' mind about a possible San Jose comeback at 12:31 when he poked in this scramble in front. Call, so the Sharks are on the power play. There's a shot by Burns right on. Save made, rebound, thrown toward the net. Is it in? Score! Timo Meyer, side of the goal in a big scramble, gets a power play goal for the Sharks. Maybe this can be a turning point of the game. Maybe this game is not over. Well, the game wasn't over, but it still had 7 minutes and 29 seconds to play, yet, uh, unfortunately, that was all she wrote for the scoring for the Sharks. Meyer, his eighth from Hurdle and Donato. Too bad that Brent Burns didn't get an assist on that because he was a big part of it by throwing it into traffic, but it went off a couple of guys, one Hurdle, one Donato, and Meyer was able to bang it in past Jonathan Quick. So the game ended with the Kings winning by the score of 4-2, to two. but I cannot forget what happened at the end of the game. Todd McClellan, former Sharks head coach, who coached Patrick Marlowe for so many years, stepped off of the bench onto the ice and walked up to Patrick Marlowe, extended his hand. So did Jonathan Quick, the goaltender for the Kings. So did Andre Kopitar, the captain for Los Angeles. And also so did Jeff Carter among the players that we saw. A first-class gesture for a man who is about to break Gordie Howe's record for the most games played. This was the final game that those guys would face against Patrick Marlowe this year. Each year, when you're 41, you never know if there's going to be another season. Marla would like to play again, but bottom line is that he was shown a great deal of respect tonight. Marco Sturm, also former Shark assistant coach, coming out with Trent Yanni. The same thing happened right there. So uh, kudos to the Kings for that. Yeah, definitely a class act uh, by all of those guys. And just a nice tip of the hat to Patty Marlowe for what a wonderful career he's had and uh, just amazing to be a part of it and, and, and watch him as he uh, hunts down these records. So the Sharks drop back to 18-18-4. They've got 40 points. They're just two points ahead of Los Angeles, who upped their record to 16-18-6. And, and the Sharks are still definitely in the playoff hunt, but the St. Louis Blues are starting to get hot. And we've got lots of games left to play with lots of intensity, starting with Anaheim coming to town on Monday. That's it for our Sharks Instant Replay. Final score, the Kings 4 and the Sharks 2. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.